Welcome to Bougie Boo, a podcast hosted by a brother and sister from another mister. I'm Cam. I'm David. Thank you for listening as we talk about Black culture, Asian culture, pop culture, culture culture, and quite frankly, anything else we want to talk about. Hey, Boo. Hey. <laughs> hey, hey. How's it going? It's been a long couple of weeks, Boo. <laughs> Who are you telling? Lord. I know, I know, but you know, we have we go through our trials and tribulations, right? We we so. do, we do. Um, you know, things happen. We had to go on a mini hiatus, but uh-huh. we're back. I'm happy yes. that we're back. <laughs> I know, me too. We're we're back, boo boo. Sorry about the as Cam said, the mini hiatus, but you know, in the interim, I did experience a car accident. But I'm happy that you are alive and well, and you're here. Yes. That's the most important thing. That's what I, I'm happy about as well. I mean, my I love my car, but my poor baby was declared total loss. So um, I'll be looking for a new car right now. And the incident was not my fault, I will say. Mm. So, but, you know, everything worked out as best as it c- could. Um, I mean, I lost my car, but I'm getting a lot back to be able to put towards a new vehicle, which it's going to accelerate what I had been saying to myself because, you know, my, I love what I was driving, but it was a, a sports car lower to the ground. And I said to myself, the next time I get a new car, I'm going to get an SUV because I want to be a little higher up because all these new cars are higher. Everybody's driving more SUVs. So everybody's taller than me. <laughs> and so I'm just getting the SUV a lot sooner than I thought. There I would. you go. See, <laughs> when God closes one door, he opens another. Yes, he does. <laughs> So, you know, that's the thing I've, I, I'm glad that, you know, um, things went well. I hope they're, they, they're going well for the person who hit me and, you know, I, I don't know their background, but it didn't seem like things were good for them at the time. Mm. So I'm just hoping that things, um, work out for them as well, uh, where they can take care of themselves and they're not hampered by the situation and their life is not being affected truly. Yeah. Well, you are ultimately going to end up in a better situation. I know we spoke off recording about the type of vehicle you're looking at. So I'm excited for you. Thank you. I know you're I, I, once I get it, I will announce it. it because, you know, I don't want it. I don't want to say it. And then all of a sudden I can't get it for some reason. <laughs> so, but I know you'll look great in whatever SUV you decide to get. So, yeah. So. <laughs> Like I said, the the Lord um, was looking out for me, but I know the Lord was talking to you recently. <laughs> See, he does. He, he speaks to me. So I am a Baptist Christian, boo, go to a Baptist church. And so, you know, the Holy Spirit be walking with me. He, he stays with me, tells me things, right? Running through you. <laughs> so I, okay, backstory. I've been using the air fryer to boil my eggs. Did you know that you can do boiled eggs in the air fryer? It's I so would not easy. think of that since, you know, you boil and you then you say air fryer. <laughs> they don't kind of make sense. It doesn't. However, this hack, and it's not even a hack because, I mean, I saw it online. No water needed. You just put your air fryer on 250 degrees. You stick the eggs right in the basket, right? Uh-huh. Once the eggs are done cooking for 15 minutes, you plunge in an ice bath or under cold water. So the same method that you do if you're boiling them, but you don't need water, right? God, they come out perfectly, depending on if you plunge them long enough, right? Well, I know they're not runny because you don't like no runny eggs. (laughs) You already know, boo. I don't be doing that running. Yo, uh uh-uh, no, thank you. So I'm sitting there and I'm peeling the eggs and the Holy Spirit spoke to me. And he said- (laughs) What was the Spirit saying? Life is like peeling a boiled egg. And I was like, hmm? (laughs) So not like a box of chocolates this time. No. (laughs) Shout out to Forrest Gump. That's my favorite movie. (laughs) (laughs) So you strategically peel away the shell on a boiled egg, right? Mm -hmm. So that you have a boiled egg, a beautiful egg. Although at times the shell can still get stuck to the egg, you know. Yes, I've experienced that. But don't give up. The Holy Spirit said, just slow down and focus on the bigger picture. 
And the bigger picture is you trying to peel that egg so you can eat it, right? Yeah. <laughs> and have a shiny new looking glossy egg. Right. And then because I like hard boiled eggs, sometimes burn marks can get on the actual egg itself. And uh -huh. I, I still eat them. And then the Holy Spirit said, even with burn marks, you can still have a purpose and still be delicious like the egg. <laughs> I, I was in the kitchen well, like, you, Lord. You're getting divine messages about I, these eggs. I said, Lord, you know what? Thank you for that word. Because like you said, you know, we've been on hiatus for a couple of weeks and you were going through things and everybody goes through personal things, but you go through them and then you come out on top. Yeah. That's all I could do, even through my incident. Like when the accident itself happened, all I could think about was the future and how, how much work I'm going to have to get through in terms of calling <laughs> insurance, police. But at the same time, at the end of, uh, I, you know, I was, I'm able to not panic and pull through and know that at the end of this, I'll just resume with my good life that I live. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's funny because when the accident did happen and people might have experienced this in a near death situation where when I saw the car pulling in front of me, I tried to avoid it, but then all of a sudden, even though it was probably like three seconds, it felt like 30, 40 seconds. Mm -hmm. Time slowed down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And by the time we hit each other and we were in a V shape looking at one another, me and the other driver. And yeah, the nice thing is all these Samaritans came out to see if we needed help getting out of the cars. So it was nice to see that people were offering to help us in the situation. We were in the middle of a busy street. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't know. It was just uh, something crazy about how, even though it was a hectic situation, I kept my composure and try to keep calm and know that I trust that the Lord and 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 what I'm, my decisions I make are going to get me through the whole thing. So I try not to stress about the whole situation. I'm just grateful that I have the family because when once um, the accident happened, I had a chance to call my family, my mom and father. They were not too far from the accident, so they came to help me um and the the police were really uh, efficient about getting through the situation and yeah and then either the afterwards my insurance company has been very helpful <laughs> so yeah the whole process could is a lot smoother than i thought it was going to be and i'm grateful for the whole thing and uh yeah just push through life just like mm -hmm. you're peeling that egg <laughs> And focus on the bigger picture, right? Yeah. And, and remember, things can always be worse. So, and I mean, in your situation, thank God you both, both parties walked away from the accident, yes. you know, so. But you know what I will say also, Boo, about your egg analogy <laughs> and how, you know, the Lord speaking to you, uh, you know, when you peel that egg and sometimes you accidentally peel, when you pull the, uh, the shell off, you pull a little bit of the egg off too, um, and it's I dented. Hate that. I hate that. Yeah, I know, me too. But you know what? You persevere, you push on because you're going to eat that Because you're going to eat it and it's still good. It is still good. You put yes your salt, all. you put your pepper. Um, some people put ketchup on boiled eggs. Bro. I mean, you dip it in cheese. Whatever you like to do with your egg, just know it can still be delicious. Yeah. So, dense, I mean, burn those, marks. Those little marks and those dents, you know, those are the things that happen in life, but you just keep pushing through. And, and, the, and at the end, you still going to enjoy a delicious egg. <laughs> I'm telling you, it was nobody but the Holy Spirit because I was not thinking that. Who who is in their kitchen peeling a boiled egg and then get an epiphany, divine epiphany mm -hmm. like that? But look at us sharing our testimonies and having what is this considered? Well, not Bible study because we don't have scripture. No, it's not a Bible. It's more <laughs> of a you know just a motivational talk about being persevering and persevering through life and you know looking at like you said the bigger picture. Mm -hmm. right? Because I always like to tell younger people, life is always going to be a series of unpleasant incidences or situations, but those are only temporary and you just push through until you go back to your happy self. Yeah. And you have to expect that something again is going to happen, mm -hmm. but it's about how you as a person deal with that and know you're going to get through it and then be happy once more. Of course. Of course. There's always hope. Nobody wants to just wallow in sadness all the time. Yeah, that's not us. No, we don't have time for it. No, <laughs> we have job jobs. We have this podcast that we enjoy doing. And then we have our adventures outside of all of that. So well, speaking of adventures, 
Yeah, I was saying, uh, <laughs> since you're on the um, egg embryonic tip here, <laughs> uh, you know, I did have an egg salad sandwich as part of an afternoon tea that I had at the Hello Kitty Cafe. So bougie. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, you would think Hello Kitty Cafe, how's that bougie? But it was an afternoon tea and it was $60 per person. And you could get like uh, a high-end meal for $60 per person at a restaurant. I was going to say $60 snacks. That's bougie. Because really, yeah. that's what you and, had, right? Snacks at the high tea. And they were just, yeah, a bunch of little tea cakes and sandwiches. I, I'll run down a few of the items that um, that were there. But it was all served on this um, uh, platter that was shaped like Hello Kitty's head. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and then there were different layers, uh, three decks to the, the platter. And then uh, each layer had different snacks and desserts on it. Mm-hmm. And you had like a cucumber sandwich, egg salad sandwich, like I said. There was a salmon croissant sandwich that I absolutely enjoyed. Ooh, that sounds yes, delicious. I said croissant. <laughs> was it thinly sliced, the salmon? Yes, it was thinly sliced and it had a little bit of cream cheese and it was a pretzel croissant. Ooh. And then there was a pesto tart that was actually quite delicious and a little seasonal quiche. Um, and then for the sweets, they had like a buttermilk scone, um, a Hello Kitty mini cake. Where, um, there are two little cakes dressed, uh, decorated as Hello Kitty characters. And then the raspberry macaron was actually really good. I don't even like macarons, but this was a really good macaron. And so then there was also another tart. I believe it was like an apple tart. But, it, you know, and then they also gave you on the side a big cup of strawberries and cocoa cream. It's like whipped chocolate cream with strawberries in it, like a parfait. I was gonna say, did you dip any of the pastries in the cocoa? No, cream? I didn't think about doing would, that, boo. That's how you know I'm greedy. <laughs> oh, dippable. <laughs> or just efficient. You are efficient with your food. But and then you had a tea of your choice. So they had choices of different flavored black teas, green teas, oolong, or even like boba type of tea drinks and um, lemonades. Ooh. So it was a nice experience, especially for a Hello Kitty fan, or um, if you if you're a mother or father or a guardian with your child who loves those kind of things or you can have a nice pleasant outing but i will warn people who want to do this experience it was in irvine at the irvine spectrum mm-hmm. but you will need a, a reservation for this and because it's a special room in the back of the hello kitty cafe which they call the bow room like hello kitty's little bow and um when i tried to make the reservations they were booked out for like a month and a half oh so, okay but one this is like a hot influencer spot yeah, I mean, Did you see a lot of people recording. I didn't see a lot of that. I just saw a lot of people like um, I saw generational groups like um, what is it? Granddaughter, mother and grandmother, you know, it was cute or uh, girl, squirrel friends, girlfriends. <laughs> well, I, I see that they do they serve cocktails there because on their website, cocktail service hours, I'm like, people are getting lit in the bow room. They do. Yeah. They, <laughs> they serve Hello Kitty uh, themed cocktails, but in the evening that uh-huh. requires a reservation as well, but those are easier to come by than the afternoon tea. Yeah. Uh, and the situation with the afternoon tea is because it's very limited with the hours. They're Fridays only from 11 to 2.30 or Saturday and Sunday from 10 to 3.30. Oh yeah. It's um, very narrow margin. So Yeah. So like I said, I suggest a reservation, but what you can do, a uh, nice little trick that or thing that they allow is they have a notification button. So when you look at the reservation dates, you can click the notify button. So whenever there's a cancellation, they will let you know that somebody's canceled. And then you can try to swoop in and grab that reservation. And that's how I got in actually a, a lot earlier than a month and a half, because I did set the month and a half date. But then I went through all these random days that I could go and times and I asked for them to notify me. The first few I missed because as soon as they put it up, somebody swooped it in, swooped in and got it before I did. They're like, do you people work? <laughs> <laughs> but I guess it depends when the person cancels because one night I was sitting there and um, uh, uh, on my phone, I saw I got an email notification and it was like 1222 or whatever in the, in the morning. Uh-huh. And so I said, oh, someone canceled. So I got that notification. I got in and I got that reservation because apparently I was the only one awake, awake fast enough to click that. Um, so I got in like three weeks earlier than I had anticipated. That's good. I'm happy you went and got your reservation and enjoyed. And, and if I go, I'm going to use that 
chocolate mousse stuff to dip. yes that was a good <laughs> idea i should have done that if i go back because i plan on going back in the fall perhaps uh for uh, whatever the seasonal items are then mm-hmm. and then they also sell cute little hello kitty merchandise and everything and you can go uh, outside of the bow room is there a little cafe you can get different coffee drinks and things like that it's nostalgia because I can remember visiting the Sanrio store when I was younger <laughs> and that smell you know the distinct uh-huh. smell of the Sanrio store and Hello Kitty's like the OG I particularly liked uh, Bats Maru the little yes. penguin uh-huh. and then Karopi the cute little frog mm-hmm. well my <laughs> character back in the day was Pickle Bickle which they no longer have Pickle Bickle but he was a little mouse oh I oh I remember him he was yeah. cute he was and a- I got a lot of Pickle Bickle stuff and actually we were like one of my former tutors, she knew how much I love Pickle because we because she loved Hello Kitty and we were talking about it. And before she left her job, because uh, she graduated and moved on, mm-hmm. um, she found a Pickle Bickle doll for me oh, and she bought it and she gave it to me. And that was really kind of her. That's very kind. Well, and I know I don't want to be talking about dipping all of this time, but that <laughs> reminds me, I was on a date years ago and I was like dipping... I forgot what it was, but you know what my date told me? <laughs> what they say? That dipping your food is a fat thing. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> what? <is> wrong. <laughs> I know. Uh, even skinny people use dip. Thank you. <laughs> so uh, needless to say, we did not go on any more dates. Well, I hope not. <laughs> but then like years later, of course, you know, they came back around and I'm just looking at them like, hmm. <laughs> You're you, know what, <laughs> you know what might be a fat thing though what is when i like that mtv episode i forgot what show it was when the the girl was carrying the big ranch in her purse do you remember that boo <laughs> listen i don't carry ranch in my purse however in my lunch bag for work <laughs> i you know all the sauces that you get yeah, from but this is a lunch bag boo this was her purse and she just takes out the ranch wherever she goes and she feels like having ranch <laughs> I understand that ranches aren't created equally. So maybe (laughs) if she had, I wouldn't keep it in my purse. She had to have the Hidden Valley Ranch. I I prefer Kins. And she got like the Costco size. (laughs) It wasn't like a mini size. It was like the Costco size. Ranch is so fattening, but it's so (laughs) So that kind of sounds like a fat person thing. You live your life, people. Whatever makes you yeah, happy. live your life. The world is is a cold place. So if you need to carry ranch in your purse to be happy, I am not going to judge yes. you. <laughs> Think about that egg and the bigger picture, though. <laughs> well, I have a question, Boo. What, Boo? At the cafe, were they playing uh, any music? Uh, no, there was no music. Well, actually, there was like I, I can't remember now because I was so enthralled by the tower of food I was looking at. <laughs> so they, but. Um, I will say, because I know where you're going, boo, <laughs> but this was a special occasion, not two occasions, but it was Uh-oh. a special occasion. You're giving it away. I know. Okay, so you know I was super excited when I saw that baby face did a Tiny Desk concert. That is I, amazing. I need to watch that because I love baby face. It was so good. So Tiny Desk has really been showing out. Um, shout out to them. So I talked about Charlie Wilson's Tiny Desk, and Mm -hmm. I thought that that couldn't be topped. Not that they're in competition. However, right after the Charlie Wilson Tiny Desk, Babyface came out with one, and I was like, wow. (laughs) I was excited. So um, Babyface, he had three backup singers that were all stars in their own right. So he had Tank the R&B singer. Mm, I know that, who Tank is. Shantae Moore. I love me some Shantae Moore. And then Avery Wilson. He's a newer R&B singer, but still good. I've heard of Avery Wilson, yes. So when I saw them, I said, oh my God, this is okay, baby face, I see you. And of course, he was there with his iconic look, black shades and mm-hmm. looking all classy and beautiful skin. <laughs> baby face does not age. No, he. that's another example of black don't crack, for sure. <laughs> like man face you look good well mr face i do respect my elders well yeah uh, kenneth baby face edmonds <laughs> but like you said so he opened the tiny desk with two occasions boo mm, that's my jam boo and I, I you know i'm a singer even though i cannot sing but 
I only think, think of, of you on two oh, occasions that day and night. <laughs> so he did that one, and I was like, okay, yes, he sounds good. Backup vocals, they were good. But then he went into Whip Appeal. Yeah. Uh -huh. I said, okay, baby. I was getting excited, right? Two songs in. Then he goes into songs that he's produced or written, which oh, you yeah. don't understand the range no, until you start. A lot. Yes. And and I appreciate legends, but I'm just even more appreciative now with all the songs that he sung. Um, he did Superwoman, sung by Karen White. Like, oh my gosh, Miss White. She <laughs> was like the soundtrack of my life when I was young. I love I love all her songs. I'm not your superwoman. Mm -hmm. And then Shantae. I'm not the kind of girl oh. that you can let down and think that everything's okay. <laughs> Boy, I am only human. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Don't forget her secret rendezvous. <laughs> Wait, didn't we used to work with somebody whose name was Karen White? Did we? I don't remember. I think so. Um, oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of a different, I'm thinking of Lisa White. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> I was like the benefits lady. HR? <laughs> I was like the benefits lady. And L Lisa White, who was actually white. <laughs> <laughs> I, the last name. I was making a connection with the last name. Um, the next song was Take a Bow, sung mm. by Madonna. Madonna. Which sending her prayers because oh yeah I, I think I heard she's doing better she is but she was recently hospitalized yes. so um, get well queen yes please Madonna because all of our legends I mean they're they're leaving us and we still want you around girl uh, then after take a bow not gonna cry sung by Mary J Blige yes well I'm not gonna cry I'm not Gonna cry. I'm not going to cry when my boiled egg <laughs> <laughs> when it's bumpy or, or burnt I'm not going to cry and then after not going to cry can we talk by Tevin Campbell yes, well, I'm going to let you take this okay. for a minute <laughs> and then uh, change the world by Eric Clapton sung, okay. by, sung by Eric Clapton I can change the world. <laughs> I don't, that's all I know of that song. I like the melody of that. Yeah, song. there's something about the starlight in the universe or something mm -hmm. like that. And then this, I did not know. So I learned something new that Babyface produced for Fallout Boy. Thanks for the memories. Mm -hmm. I did not know that. I was like, okay, Range, I see you. But you wouldn't think that, right? You wouldn't think it. And then um, after Fallout Boy, I'll make love to you, sung okay. by Boys to Men. You got this one, Boo? No. I'll make love <laughs> to you <laughs> like you want me to. I forgot the rest right and now. And I'll hold you tight, baby, all oh. through the night. So yeah, that one was good. And then End of the Road by Boys to Men. Although we go to or come, although we come. come. To the end of the road. Uh, okay, vocal. <laughs> okay, vocal. And then the grand finale was Exhale, Shoop, Shoop mm -hmm. by Whitney Houston. Oh, Whitney. Say, Shoop, 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 Do, Do, Man. Milo. <laughs> <laughs> that was a concert right there. I'm, gonna, I'm definitely going to be watching that. It was a 30 minute show. It was so good. I was singing the whole time. And then shout out to the musicians of the Tiny Desk concert. So Kenny, Babyface Edmonds, mm -hmm. vocals, keys, and guitar, multi-talented. Erskine Hawkins III, keys, and he was the musical director. Antoine Porter on guitar. Walt Barnes Jr. on bass. Reggie, Reggie Reg. <laughs> Wasn't that the, the guy at the paint store? That was his name? Reg Reggie. Yeah, Reggie, Reggie. <laughs> Reggie, I hope you're doing well. <laughs> But no, Reggie, I hope the the his girlfriend who he was willing to cheat on is doing well. God bless everybody involved in that craziness. Reggie Rez was on drums, but um, again, it was I was was having a good time. 
Boo, what just popped in my head because I forgot you said Shantae Moore. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, I'm thinking, Shantae's got, got a man. Man. <laughs> man, I love that song. See, now I'm waiting for her to do a Tiny Desk because shortly after Babyface's Tiny Desk debuted, Tank uh-huh. did one. I oh, didn't okay. watch his yet, so I'm thinking... Possibly. They filmed while they were there, maybe, right? Yeah, maybe. So Shantae should have one. She got hits. She got hits, and it would be good. And she has a great voice. So, And she looks good, too. Every Everybody who was there, they look really good. Oh, speaking of which, you know, uh, from singers of the past and looking good still, uh, Macy's 4th of July um, fireworks spectacular was on TV uh-huh. for the 4th. And um, Ja Rule and Ashanti were on. Okay. Oh, Ashanti baby. was beautiful and oh, thick, baby. though. I mean, thick is in, but see, I was, I was thick before it was popular. Just That's true. <laughs> because I was dipping my food in. <laughs> but no, Shantae was, uh, Shantae was looking good and she did a little medley of her hits. Oh, fun. baby. Oh, baby. <laughs> she loved that. Oh, babe. What's love? <laughs> got to do, got to do what it can. <laughs> But no, I agree. Ashanti is very beautiful. Aging mm-hmm. like fine wine. Yes. Again, black don't crack everywhere. Yeah. So, but um, yeah, so that was my experience watching the Babyface Tiny Desk concert. And I know you've been listening to music and going to concerts yourself. Well, yeah, this was a live concert I went to. So, uh, you know, I, I told the boo-boos out there how I was going to go to the Twice concert. So that, that happened recently. And I really enjoyed the show. They did a lot of their hits. Um, and they have so many hits that, you know, it's one of those situations where they had to do a medley section mm-hmm. to cover mm-hmm. some of the ones that fans really wanted to hear. Uh-huh. But they're, I'm sure the artists are probably tired of singing. <laughs> um, but you know what? You know, I was worried because it was at SoFi Stadium and SoFi is such a huge venue. It is very and, huge. And then the area around it. Yeah, it's kind of intimidating if you're not familiar or don't know what to expect. Inglewood, <laughs> hey, always up to no good. You know, I was down the street. I was, it was like, even though they were closed, but I was down the street from Miss Ruby's where I like to get my red velvet cake. You were like, man, I was it's like, yeah, if, if only Miss Ruby's was open, I'd get me a red velvet cake. <laughs> um, but so I went to SoFi, first time there, it's humongous. Um, and you know where I was in the 400 section, it was so steep. I'm surprised, like people have football games there. The Rams play there, and I'm surprised men don't fall drunken from the top of the stadium because it's so steep. Well, and also you know? the Chargers played there, boo. I know they're not as popular <laughs> as the Rams. I'm a Charger fan, so put some respect on on us on my team. I'm sorry, boo. I'm not a football person. <laughs> You're like I didn't know. <laughs> Like you telling me the charges play there is news to me. <laughs> because you know, every time I see anything associated with SoFi, especially when I was looking for parking information, they mm-hmm. always talked about Rams games. Yeah. Well, because the Rams have the Super Bowls and yeah. we're a work in progress. <laughs> but the nice thing about, and I've mentioned this before, with K-pop concerts, a lot of the groups have their own light stick. Mm-hmm. And so Basically, almost everybody in SoFi, all those 100,000 people had a light stick. And the group is able to control our light sticks via Bluetooth. So they synced up everyone's lights to do the same thing. And it's really beautiful to watch from above, see all the different patterns and lights and everybody's lights going in unison. Yeah. And then I was, (laughs) there's a gentleman behind me with his female friend, and he had been to SoFi a couple months prior uh, for WWE WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. And so he was impressed by the lights. He's like, this would have been cool if they had this at WrestleMania. But I don't know. The, I think the guys at WrestleMania be hitting each other with the stick. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> well, when you mentioned that it's so steep, the Honda Center is like that. Because I can remember going to see Alicia Keys years ago mm-hmm. and being like, you know, at the top, the nosebleed area. Yeah. And- going down the stairs i have to really like hold <laughs> on to the rail and like strategically take one step at a time because you think about i might fall to my death yeah don't have no acrophobia <laughs> when you're trying to go there yeah no yikes mm. but the the concert was really fun and then at the end what twice likes to do is they have a little wheel that they spin to do three random songs that uh they don't all do often so it's a special thing 
Mm-hmm. And of course, the three songs they did that were on the wheel were ones that are some of my least favorites. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I saw better songs on the wheel, but and the thing is, they don't all necessarily spin randomly. They kind of t- take the temperature of the crowd, and then I think also what they feel like singing that night. So they kind of manipulate the wheel for their own pleasure. Uh, but they did sing a couple Japanese songs that are rare for them to sing, I think, in concert. So it was it was still a good time and. Uh, the part I was concerned about parking, but luckily I used a parking app to find um, a place to park just about uh, just under a half mile out. So I wasn't stuck in traffic. And as soon as I got to my car, I was able to leave. That was one of my big concerns was parking because I heard about how it takes an over an hour for some two people to get out of the parking mm, lot. I believe it. Yeah. And then that just kind of trumps your whole experience, right? You had a good time at the concert. But then after the concert, you're stuck in all yeah. this traffic trying to get out. Yeah. And you're stuck after you paid $60 to park. No. Yeah. Then you got people banging on your windows trying to sell you a bootleg t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> or you have people selling beverages and you're like, yes, I will take one while I'm sitting in traffic. Well, I'm here <laughs> waiting to get out. But yeah, overall, I had a great experience at the concert. Well, I'm happy you had a good time, Boo. And then um, around the stadium, did they have a lot of booths set up selling merch? They had the merch stations and they they had outside the stadium, the bootleggers with the t-shirts and calendars, whatever they're selling. And then uh, after the concert, of course, there was the um, um, Mexican hot dog vendors. (laughs) That (laughs) smells so so good. good. I know. (laughs) It smells so good, but I'm they wrap that up in bacon. (laughs) I'm like, how they wash their hands? No shade, no shade. But I always just walk past it because I'm like, I don't see how you can wash your hands. Some yeah. of them, I do see hand sanitizer there. And there is a way that they can't touch your food, but I don't know. I think <laughs> I think uh, post-pandemic, I'm just on high alert. I'm Even just going to enjoy the smells. <laughs> and that's it. And admire from afar. <laughs> Well, thank you for sharing your experience. With the of course, concert. boo. I have another concert experience coming up in August, which I'll talk about going to see Card, as yeah. I mentioned before. Um, yeah. Can't wait to hear it. But also what's uh, started on uh, TV, which mm-hmm. I'm really enjoying, is Project Runway. That's a show that I've been watching. Now it's up to season 20. I've been starting since season one. I can remember Project Runway debuting. I think I watched one season of it. Well, <laughs> because at that time I was living at my parents' house and they had cable. Uh-huh. I do not have cable. <laughs> I just have Netflix and Hulu. But you know what? Project Runway may be on Hulu now that I think about it. I got to look. Um, Project Runway is on um, Peacock, I believe. Oh, well, see, I'm still not watching it because I don't have Peacock. <laughs> I mean, some of the uh, some some of the seasons, because you know how some of streamer streaming platforms share episodes, so they could be. But um, Project One was on Bravo, which is a NBC affiliate, which so puts it on Peacock. Okay. Um, but anyway, Project One All Stars season twenty was is a really cool concept in the sense that yes, it's All Stars, but apparently because. Judge Nina Garcia has been there for all 20 seasons. Mm-hmm. And it's really not the same without Tim Gunn and, and Heidi Klum. Yeah. But Nina's been there the whole 20. And um, so she apparently has picked the All-Stars to come back for season 20. And the nice thing about it is they really reached back and pulled some OGs from season one and three. So it's fun to watch that these now these people are in their 40s now and 50s, but you know, they're still designing and it's fun to see where they're at. Um Kara Sand, I don't know if you knew Kara Sand, a black designer from season one. She's like the OG. Everybody's like, oh my God, Kara Sand's here. But she's doing really well. She's working in Hollywood as a costume designer. Okay. And she's worked on all the Descendant movies for Disney. Mm-hmm. And she's doing other projects. So it was fun to see her again and see what she's been up to. Um, but yeah, it's, it's like I said, it's a really good collection of all-stars. Sometimes you get disappointed with the all-stars they select. But this season, I pretty much enjoy most of the people who they've selected to be on this season. Well, thank you. You said who was the resident um, judge? What well, you- the right now, the judging panel consists of Brandon Maxwell, who's a designer, um, and the, Elaine Welteroth. Um, she's in the fashion industry, and then Nina Garcia. And then the Tim Gunn for the newer seasons, the past few seasons, is Christian Siriano, who's a designer and former um, project 
runway winner. Well, and I used to purchase his shoes from Payless. He oh, had really cute uh, boots and flats. I was oh, he really did. Sad. I forgot about yeah, that. I had a couple of Christian Seriano shoes. So, so yeah. So Christian's kind of the new Tim Gunn. And but... he, he fits in that role mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. Yeah, he's a bit sassy and tells it like it is. He's like, but I know fashion. <laughs> just a quick rundown of who's on this season. I'm not going to go into explanations about everyone, but Brittany Allen from season 18, uh, Prajay from season 19, Laurence from season 15, Fabio from season 10, and he was also on an all-star season as well previously, Bishmay from season 17, um, Kane from season three, Mila season seven, Rami season four and Rami was the runner up to Christian Siriano in his season. Mm. Now they're reunited. Reunited and it feels so good. Uh, Victor season uh, nine and he was also in an all-star season. Hoto season five. Um, Nora from season one and then Karasan from season one. Hester from season 17. Anna from season 19. And those are the contestants. So yeah, if you have Peacock or Bravo, I would suggest you watch it. Uh, well, actually, All Star and whenever they do seasons of shows where they pull together former cast members, I guess it's only more fun when you actually know the history of everyone. Mm-hmm. It's kind of cool to see them all together like that. Do you have a favorite to win the whole um, All Stars? I mean, just for um, yeah, just for the uh, nostalgia of it, I would love Carasan Kara to win. So, because I I believe she, I can't remember if she won or she was runner up in her her season. I think she was runner up in her season, um, season one. But it'd be nice if she won. Okay. Well, but I I'm rooting for any any of them because this season no one's a villain where you're like I don't want them to win. You know? <laughs> you're like I, I love everyone. These are all stars. I want everybody to win. Well, and a lot of them they they'll talk about it early in the first couple of episodes how they've all matured and they're not like how they were when they were on their season. So they're not hot headed like they were, mm-hmm. or they have the maturity to look back and say I was a fool. I'm not going to do that no more. And that's what you like to see growth. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's called growth, people. Get you some. <laughs> Well, because it's all about teamwork, collaborating, networking, and I'm pretty sure they've all benefited from those things in the past 20 years. So, well, okay, good. Well, I I look forward to hearing who uh, takes home the, so what's the grand prize or is this bragging rights? No, it's it's, um, a lot of money. Um, I think they get a, uh, uh, what is it? mentorship through this esteemed fashion house or a designing guild i think and things like that so it's it's a it's a good prize at the end for them to work through i think but some of them are there for redemption for some reasons you know and things like that but i think it's also to introduce that reintroduce themselves to newer audiences you know mm-hmm. because people it always happens where people don't catch on to a show until later mm-hmm. and so newer audiences don't know the ogs and that's the same with like um, RuPaul's Drag Race. Uh, like if you haven't watched in season one, all these newer people who watch the newer queens and they become popular, they don't know how these queens could run because the older queens, uh, you know, walk for them, you know, kind of thing. It's like they laid the foundation. Basically. Like yeah, currently the there's another all-star season of Drag Race going on right now. And Jessica Wilde from season two, I believe, is on there. And a lot of the newer audiences don't know her because she was from way back in the day. Were but they she's even the, born at that time? Yeah, some of them probably <laughs> weren't. So, um, but you know, it's good to see she's doing well this season, and she might make the finale. Ooh, okay, good, good for her. And now a new generation of people are discovering her, even though she's an OG from way back in the day. Well, she's reinventing herself, <laughs> staying relevant. Well, um, I have an update for you boo and our boo-boos out there oh, okay is this a neighbor bay update <laughs> not a neighbor bay <laughs> just a neighbor update <laughs> same person different person different neighbor oh okay so the <laughs> other side <laughs> so i'm you know minding my business walking to go get my mail right? as you do as i do <laughs> you know head, trying to avoid I, um swallows 
<laughs> trying to avoid swallows, just get my mail, get back in the house, right? Or the hawk at our school. <laughs> oh, boo. Before, I'm sorry, it's a sidetrack. No, you, but... no, you're good. Did somebody else get attacked? Yes. Because you oh know how God. you tell me that, was it a faculty member that got attacked? Well, last summer, it was a faculty member. Uh-huh. This summer, it's one of our colleagues. Okay. So <laughs> just last week, another colleague of ours, she told me that, <laughs> um, I won't say the person's name, but it's somebody who works on my team. Oh. And they're walking through where, you know, the hawk is on our campus. Oh my God. And the hawk pecked her in the back so hard she fell to the ground. <gasps> and then it swooped back another time and scratched her. Oh my God. So then gosh. she had to go get a tetanus shot. <gasps> okay, you know what? I... And it pulled part of her scalp, like a, like a you... tore <laughs> part of her scalp. I'm so going don't mess with mama's stress. babies. I'm going out on stress leave, workman's comp because I fail. <laughs> you no, we are that is cool. Don't go by the hook. No, you're not playing. This is a hostile work environment. I should be able to walk on campus freely. No, you know you can't because boo, you know, you know you ran into that coyote too. Bobcats is out there. Bobcats, bobcats waiting to eat people. Especially plumped ones. <laughs> Oh my lord. We got bobcat. We got like deadly squirrels who give you the eye. Well, and did you see that person who emailed campus about the snake that they oh, saw yes. on their walk? It's, yeah, I saw that. It's a safari out there. Honestly. We are zoo. Why why do we have to go to the zoo? We are one. <laughs> Literally and figuratively. <laughs> anyway, oh. to get back to your story. Well, I just want to say that I Risk management needs to send out some type of notification. Oh, about that hawk, they do, really? Yes, because somebody is going to get hurt. Like, thank God the two people that we know were just attacked, but are still able to to tell us today. (laughs) (laughs) They lived. (laughs) They lived to tell the story. Oh, my goodness. And it's it's interesting that it only happens in the summertime. Yeah, I think that's when they breed and raise the the chicks. Okay, I was going to say, are they irritated because it's hot? (laughs) (laughs) They probably just come back once a year. They always go back to the same nest, so they'll be back next year, so watch out, boo. Oh, my goodness. Well, thank you for that, because I'm going to let people know they need to be careful. (laughs) Yeah, just just don't tell the people we don't like. (laughs) Be like, "Mm, okay. Hey, can you walk over there and get me that from that building over there? (laughs) Go straight down this path, right? (laughs) Oh my goodness. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Back to the update. (laughs) Get in my mail, try to mind my business, not get attacked by any bird. (laughs) On the way to the mailboxes, it's my neighbor who I, this is my first time meeting this person, right? Just moved in and he's washing his car and he says, oh my God, you're so beautiful. Oh, nice start. And then you know what I say? Thank you. And I keep walking. <laughs> That's so you. <laughs> mailbox, I'm like, okay, that was a jerk. You know, don't, don't be a jerk. Go and introduce yourself. Obviously, he's new to the community. I want to show myself friendly. So, okay, get my mail. I go back and I say, hey, you know, my name's Cam. Nice to meet you. I've lived, you know, in this community since... I told him, you know, when I moved in and I'm in that particular unit, should he need anything? Showing myself friendly, right? Yeah. I'm a a Christian. (laughs) So then he says, nice to meet you, Cam. I'm Anthony. And then he gives me a hug. Oh, that was a bit forward. I was like, oh, I'm a hugger, but only the people I know. Yeah, I know. That's, That's a little something else there. I was like, okay. So I gave him like an awkward hug. And then he said, you know, you're so beautiful. Do you have a number or something? And I looked at him and I said, sir, how old are you? <laughs> so, you know, it's not good when you have to question this. <laughs> he said, I'm 22. Oh, how, baby. How old are you? And I said, sir, I'm 36. <laughs> Black don't crack. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and then he said, are you a lawyer? And I said, no, why? He said, because you keep calling me, sir. (laughs) And I said, no, 
I work in higher education, but I just don't think that we're compatible. <laughs> there is nothing I want with the 22 year old. I'm sorry. Sorry, not sorry. I mean, I didn't tell him that, but in my head, I was like, no. Well, the question is, is it his place or do, is it his parents' place? It's his parents' place. Okay. So I was just like, mm, yeah, no, but thank you. Have a good day. And I just <laughs> walked back to, to my house. A couple of days later, here I am walking to the mailbox again. I don't see him, but I see what I'm assuming is his siblings or family members. Uh-huh. And they were like, I cannot believe Anthony. I know good and well, he didn't steal my shoes. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, thank you, Lord. I made the right decision. <laughs> <laughs> and I just had my head down like, oh my God, you're talking about Anthony, the guy who tried to get my number a couple yeah. of days ago. He's stealing sneakers. I'm like, well, you just got to go back to your place and peel some more eggs. Yeah, I just, yeah, because <laughs> I mean, the Holy Spirit speaks to me when I'm peeling eggs. And Anthony is not it. <laughs> I was like, I don't need him knocking on my door talking about my mom kicked me out. In fact, you need to send him over to that building where the hawk is. <laughs> <laughs> like, I am not it. Leave me alone. Can you, I cannot see myself dating a 22 year old. I mean, you could date one for fun, but obviously it's not going to go somewhere serious. You know, so. No. Like, how is your credit looking? Do you have a question? <laughs> well, see, that's the thing. You coming from that old lady perspective. <laughs> I'm officially auntie status. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about pensions and investments and retirements and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah. So a neighbor update, not not a neighbor day update. Speaking of which, Boo, I know this is we weren't gonna. Uh, this just popped into my mind. Hmm. You and I sat through a pension workshop <laughs> <laughs> virtually. We did because we were uh, texting the whole time during the workshop. But look, hmm. she could have just gave us the powerpoints to read because she just read read straight off of them. You know, on the evaluation, I suggested perhaps the information could be broken up into modules because it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, it was. I'm like, I can't, I can understand the, like the general idea of your pension, but when you get down to the numbers and, you know, your earliest retirement date and all that stuff, you, I feel like you have to be exposed to that information like 10 times before you can grasp the concept yeah. of it well yeah. and then you know the i know they work off of formulas and they give us a generalization but we want specifics so it's like that doesn't help us for just saying this is how you figure it out but it's like it doesn't account for our, each individual person's situations yeah. and so and I, I know they tell you to adv- advise you to make a meeting with them mm-hmm. but then why even have a workshop that's supposed to generally tell us what to do exactly yeah because i mean let's just be real some people are not as strong in math as others, <laughs> right? Yeah. So, I mean, some people need more help than others. It's okay. We are all at, at different levels in life, but it, yeah, something's got to give. Yeah. I'm, I'm appreciative that they did offer that workshop, but yeah, I'm going to need yeah. to attend a couple more. <laughs> and the way the workshop was presented is what I always try to avoid in my workshops. So again, it was just reading off slides because I try to make it a little more interactive or at least put something humorous in there. It was so dry. Well, was my question at least somewhat humorous, even though they couldn't? <laughs> it confused them as well. I mean, it was a good question, but there's no context for the question. Yeah. So they were kind of like, ah, I don't know how to answer this. I just wanted to make sure, should I ever get married? But prior, so basically asking if a prenup that indicates you know, all pensions or retirement accounts are hands off the table. Yeah. Should the marriage end? That's what I should have asked. And I didn't ask it that way, but I just wanted to know, will a legal document hold up in court? Cause I don't, I don't want someone with access to my pensions. Yeah. Well, especially if, if you want to give it to your kids instead. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, because I mean, we've heard of stories where people, they get together, get married, and then they don't work out. And then all of a sudden they're just, it's a nasty battle. And yeah. now the other spouse is entitled to my hard work. Oh, that's irritating. That would irritate me to no end. Mm, which is why I asked that question. <laughs> <laughs> Good question, boo. 
Oh, okay, boo. Well, if I hear of any other retirement webinars, I'll let you know. <laughs> I need to vet the person presenting. <laughs> you should present for them. You have good presenting skills. Thank you, boo. And you can put your uh, selfies with celebrities. <laughs> I could. Yeah, I'll just pick the older celebrities that everybody would enjoy because, you know, everyone's close to retirement. <laughs> Be like, they retired 10 years ago. I'm like, and look, now- here's me with Dan Rather. <laughs> I literally do have a picture with Dan. Rather. See, there you go. They're already coming together. Oh, I forgot to mention Boo real quick before we um, sign off here. But I did. I have met Kenneth Babyface Edmonds. You have. I have. I have a wonderful picture with him. He was very cordial, very sweet, and um, you know, it was. I forgot where it was before some awards ceremony at the Kodak Theater at the time, uh-huh. and. I just had a quick conversation with him telling him how how I enjoyed a lot of his songs. And I did tell him how much I love the deal on two occasions. (laughs) And then, you know, he's gracious enough to take a photo with me. So I always remember that. So, and I don't think everybody knew who he was. He was just chilling there with his signature glasses as always. He was like, um, I was like, no way. That is not the face. Smooth skin. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, boo, did you hear about the beef? Well, I don't know if it's beef, but how Anita Baker, like kicked baby face off of her tour i heard something about that but i don't really know all the stuff about that no but i'm like why why are these legends being messed and i don't know if both people are being messy or what but serious yeah well maybe she's not giving all the best that she's got so all right that's the best thing he heard i know people are like are oh, you gonna sign a little too much today And remember, you ain't got to be bougie if you stay bougie. Bye. Bye.